for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Uh, I have a one-year-old daughter, and she's very strong-willed, and she's very independent. Uh, so much so that even at one year old, uh, she pretends not to hear us. If it's something that you know, we're telling her what to do or she did something wrong, she'll just pretend not to hear us. It's actually pretty amazing that a one-year-old could process all of that information. So how do we know that she could actually hear us and she could understand us? Because right after, we'll test it. We'll say, hey, you want some ice cream? And she'll look right at us right away, uh, showing us that she's been listening the whole time and that she's capable of understanding every word that we are saying. It's actually pretty amazing the things that we are willing to do, uh, the lengths that we are uh, willing to take uh, just so we don't have to listen, just so we don't have to obey something that we don't want to do. You know, today, we're continuing our series on the plagues and the story of Exodus. Uh, but we're not actually talking about any specific plague today. Instead, we see Pharaoh in between these plagues, uh, just kind of pretending to obey, but in actuality, not obeying at all. Uh, so join me in reading today's passage. Exodus chapter 8, verses 25 through 32. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God here in the land. But Moses said, That would not be right. The sacrifices we offer the Lord our God would be detestable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us? We must take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God as He commands us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God in the wilderness, but you must not go very far. Now pray for me. Moses answered, As soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the flies will leave Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Only let Pharaoh be sure that he does not act deceitfully again by not letting the people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Then Moses left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord, and the Lord did what Moses asked. The flies left Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Not a fly remained, but this time also Pharaoh hardened his heart and would not let the people go. In today's passage, we actually see Pharaoh seemingly give in to Moses and to the Israelites and also to God. We see in verse 25, it says, And Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God here in the land. Uh, but, right, Pharaoh gives a little bit, a few caveats, even though it seems like he's allowing Moses to do what he asked for. He said, You may go, give your offerings, give your sacrifices, worship, but you have to do it in this land. Now afterwards, Moses presents him with reasons that it's not possible to do the sacrifices right where they are. Pharaoh gives him just a little bit as well. He says in verse 28, he says, I will let you go offer sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, but, once again, caveat, you must not go very far. Now pray for me. 
you know, you may go off the land into the wilderness to do your worship as you're supposed to, uh, but make sure you're not going too far. And also, while you're there praying to your awesome, powerful God, make sure that you pray for me as well. You know, asking Moses and his people to pray for him. Uh, that's pretty amazing how shameless Pharaoh could be. In today's passage, it seems like Pharaoh is kind of giving him, allowing the people to sacrifice and worship. Uh, but that's why it's so important for us to read the fine print, uh, even in the Bible. You know, we actually see that partial obedience is not actually real obedience. There's actually no such thing as partial obedience. Those two words don't make any sense. Uh, there's no such thing as 10% obedience or 90% obedience. Uh, obedience, obe obeying, is only a 0% or a 100% measure. That's the only way it works. Either you are obeying or you're not. There is no percentages involved in there. You know, are you obeying God? Oh, maybe 50% of the time I am. That means you're not obeying God as well. You know, we fall into that trap very often as Christians. You know, we like to think that we're in charge of our own lives. You know, that's what we've been taught ever since we were young. You know, we want to dictate not only the nature of our faith, but the way that we actually practice our faith as well, the way that we live it out in our lives. And one of the biggest mistakes that we Christians make is thinking that partial obedience is good enough, that we could kind of pick and choose amongst all the different things that God is telling us. Uh, we could just pick and choose the ones that we want to follow and just pretend that we don't hear the rest of it. You know, we're called to worship all the time, and this pandemic for the last year or so has made it very difficult for us to gather and worship. Uh, but luckily, because of what we have in this 21st century, uh, we can still go out and worship online, right? We have all of these different avenues for worship. Uh, but I realize that many of us have been using the pandemic not to worship. You know, it's more convenient not to come to church. It's more convenient not to turn on the YouTube or, uh, or the online worship on Sundays. It's just more convenient not to do any of these things. Uh, so you know what we do? We just give it up, right? And we think that it's good enough. We say, oh, it's a pandemic, right? I'll worship after I get vaccinated. I'll worship after everybody is allowed back in this building. You know, there are many different excuses that we can make for any of the things that God tells us to do. You know, or perhaps we could be obedient in the church setting, just really good at worshiping and keeping our worship, even serving the church in many different ways. But we might be refusing to follow God's plans for us in other places. You know, we could be following God in church. That's good and easy. But following God in the workplace or in the household, you know, ah, it's okay. I don't need to do that. I'm a good Christian at church. That's all that matters. But that's not true. A Christian is a Christian in whatever setting he or she finds himself to be. You know, Pharaoh was told to let the people of God go. He said, sure, I'll listen, but only in this one little area and only for this many days. And once again, there is no such thing as partial obedience. Heart, mind, spirit, and body, all of it is what God desires for us each and every day. You know, Pharaoh, as we reread uh, verse 28, he says, I will let you go to offer sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, uh, but you must not go very far and now pray for me. Now, even this statement, I will let you go, that's not obeying. That's not a spirit of humility. That's not agreeing to what God is telling Pharaoh to do. He thinks he's still in charge. 
right? The magicians, all of them are bested. He has no power anymore. He's seen what God is capable to do capable of doing. He has no position to tell God or his people what to do. Yet even in this moment, he refuses to acknowledge that he is not in charge. And he says, I will let you go for I am Pharaoh. You know, I want to ask you a question. Who is in charge of your life? Is it Jesus or is it me? You know, all the things that you do in life, who is in charge? Is it me that's wanting to do it and doing it? Or is it Jesus leading us every step of the way and us willing to follow? Are we following in the path that Jesus has given for us? Or are we being like Pharaoh, pretending and thinking and tricking ourselves into thinking that we actually have full control of all of this? I pray that everyone here today, as we continue to look at this series, continue to look at Pharaoh, and continue to look at all of these plagues, that we are able to take a long, honest look at the contents of our own hearts. And notice, is it truly hardened like Pharaoh? And if so, where in our lives is it really, really hardened? Or are we willing to surrender all of it to God? Today's passage ends in verse 32. It says, But this time also Pharaoh hardened his heart and would not let the people go. It means every time we are not listening to God, even though we hear God's voice, even though we know what God's will for us is, it means that our hearts are hardened just like Pharaoh's heart was. You know, every time we refuse to listen to God, uh, it means that our hearts are getting harder and harder and more less willing to even be listening to God. So today I want to ask you, what is that one place in your life you know, not going for something like earth shattering, but just that one place in your heart that your heart has been hardened. Where is it? What is it? In what area of your life is it affecting you the most? Whatever that is, I pray that God is able to reveal that and we're able to surrender that part of ourselves back to him. Let us all pray. Uh, dear Lord, we thank you so much for giving us today's worship and giving us today's word. Pray, Lord, Father God, in light of your message, uh, that we are not like Pharaoh, uh, that we practice humility, that we are able to follow you. And most importantly, let us be able to soften our hearts uh, in face of your word today. And whatever area it is that we need to surrender, show us it and help us, Lord, to be able to give all of it to you. For we know that not only are you worthy, that you desire all of us all the time. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.